Good morning and welcome to Echoes of Calvary. This is your host, Greg Sweeting. Thank you for opening your home to us this morning. I invite you to now open your hearts and worship with us as we share from the Word of God. Stay with us as we share comments and illustrations with a spiritual application, present special music to call us to worship, and in a few minutes, Pastor Alan Lee will come to share insights from Scripture and explain how to apply God's Word that we might grow to be complete in Christ. Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Today I greet you with mixed emotions. This is so because it marks my final communication with you as EOC radio pastor teacher after some 21 years of ministry. I thank God for the privilege and joy of sharing this ministry with you during this time. And I'm truly humbled by your faithfulness in listening to both Greg Sweeting and I as we have attempted to share the Word of God with you according to the measure of God's gift and grace to us. Thank you from the depths of our heart. My thanks go out as well to the technicians who have worked so faithfully with us over the years. Patrick Knowles, Stanley Pinder, Kino Wong, Vincent McDonald, Chris Cartwright, and of course, our present and continuing producer, technician, and all-around media man, Nathan Sawyer. They have all served their Lord and this church faithfully and with utmost dedication, and I thank God for each of them, and I love you guys, and appreciate all of you. That's the sad part of my statement today. The joyous part, and it really is a joyous one, is that I have the supreme and blessed privilege to introduce to you our new senior pastor of Calvary Bible Church and the new voice of Echoes of Calvary, Pastor Robert Elliott. Thankfully, he shares the same seminary background as I do, so I leave with the assurance that you will have the same sound, orthodox, historical, biblically-based messages that you have become acquainted with over this station and from the pulpit of Calvary Bible Church and that he will preach the word as commanded by the Apostle Paul and will offer no ear-scratching messages that appeal to and satisfies the flesh rather than feed the soul. As we say at Talios, I know that Pastor Rob Elliott will stick to the text. Now we're going to take a few minutes this morning to introduce you to our new senior pastor rather than preach our regular message, although I'm sure Pastor Rob will have a word for you later on in the program nonetheless. Pastor Elliot, welcome to the Bahamas. Welcome to Calvary Bible Church and welcome to our, in fact, your Echoes of Calvary listeners. Thank you, Pastor Lee. Now, I know that you've been here only for a short time, but based on what you've seen so far, Pastor Elliot, what are your first impressions of the Bahamas? Oh, the Bahamas, beautiful, beautiful weather, beautiful water, beautiful beaches, and most important, beautiful people. But I also sense a spiritual need, fatherless homes, crime, and confusion about Christ and about the gospel. Christ is the answer, Colossians 1.15 and following, and he is the image of the invisible God, 
the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created, both in the heavens and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things have been created by him and for him, and he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Amen. Thank you for that. Now, can you tell us a little about your family, your wife, and your children? Yes, I have a tremendous wife. Her name is Beth. She and I have been married for 32 years, come August. God has blessed us with Joanna, who is a junior at the Moody Bible Institute in Chicago, and with J.D., Jonathan David, who is 11th grade student online with a cyber school and based here in the Bahamas. Fantastic. Okay. Now, Pastor Elliot, you mentioned Moody Bible Institute. Did you attend there as well? No, I didn't. Uh, I did not attend there, but it's an excellent school I commend. Okay, I was going to say because I attended Moody as well. Well, that proves it. Look, look at their product. There you go. There you go. Okay, how long have you been in the ministry? And specifically, how long have you served as a pastor and where? By God's grace, Pastor, uh, this is my 27th year of ministry. I uh, was ordained at Schofield Memorial Church in Dallas as a student. I know that church well. (laughs) Yes. I've served uh, two pastorates in Canada, which spanned a total of 20 years, and then one American pastorate, which was about six and a half years. Fantastic. So you were a Canadian citizen. Then you became an American citizen just a year ago, right? Correct. Uh, that makes me dual. Yeah, all right. Do you. <laughs> okay, great. Now, when did you attend Dallas Theological Seminary? I entered with the class of 1982 and uh, graduated in 1987 with my THM degree. And my wife, Beth, also attended DTS over those years, and she earned her Master of Arts in Biblical Studies. Oh, terrific. I was there from 1972 to 1979, so I was just a little ahead of you. Well, that's because of my age, of course. As you can see, I have a little bit more hair than you do, so, you know. <laughs> you have a lot more hair than I do. All right. Very good. Very good. Now, tell me then about what was your major at Dallas Theological Seminary? I majored in pastoral ministries, uh, which was a real opportunity to stress preaching and the care of local congregations. Fantastic. You know, when I was there, one of the problems they had at that time, Pastor Rob, was that there was not enough emphasis on the pastoral ministry. Mm. And uh, I remember our class fighting that they would introduce something into the curriculum, and it looks like they did. Well, they listened to you guys. So we're very happy about that. Amen. Okay. Uh, That's fine. That's very good. I appreciate that. I, of course, my uh, area was biblical exposition. Wonderful. Now, I have a question for you, Pastor Lee. Yes, sir. Um, Tell us about some of the history of this broadcast, Echoes of Calvary, please. Well, Echoes of Calvary was started by the founding pastor of Calvary Bible Church, Pastor Earl Weech, and his wonderful wife, Violet Reach, who was almost 100 years old when she's still alive, still bright and still as sharp as a crack, as we say. (laughs) They are two remarkable, godly people. Echoes of Calvary is the oldest Christian radio program in the Bahamas. Some has challenged that, but I believe it is true. Hmm. It has been known for its soundness of biblical teaching from its inception by Pastor Weesh. And we have tried to keep it so, and we know that you will do the same because of your solid 
grounding in the word of Dallas. Now, when I came on the scene 21 or so years ago, Greg Sweeting, our host, was serving as a host of the program, and he was doing so for many years. We met and discussed the format of this program. Because of Greg's years of service before I came on, I chose to continue with the format with which he was familiar, except that we changed the opening song, because I detected what I saw as a theological flaw in some of the words. Do you foresee making any changes to the format of the broadcast yourself? Well, yes. I have uh, been praying about this for some time and consulting with the other nine pastors of Calvary Bible Church. And I'm excited to announce that we will have some format changes. There will be some excerpts of uh, sermons I've actually preached over the years in other congregations and then, of course, here at Calvary Bible. We'll also have a regular spot on each broadcast for the Christian Counseling Center to bring the Word of God to bear on real-life situations that people face. For instance, eating disorders, guilt, depression, etc. Periodically, we'll also have on the program short spots, I'll call them God stories, of people in our congregation that God has changed as He has saved them from sin and self. And also, at times, we'll spotlight various Calvary Bible Church ministries. And last, occasionally in the program, we'll have time to provide answers to Bible and theology questions that are submitted by our listeners. I like that. I think it's a great idea. I Thank you, brother. Be, I think it'd be a tremendous change for our people as well. I have Pastor Ron Sprinkle with us in the recording studio, and Ron is one of our 10 pastors at Calvary Bible Church. And the decision to change the format of Echoes of Calvary has been one of prayer and contemplation by all of the pastors. Ron, I'm just wondering, as one of our pastors, what are some of your expectations for the new format being used of the Lord? Uh, thanks, uh, Pastor Rob. Uh, appreciate being here with you. Uh, so uh, I'm looking forward to uh, reaching a wider uh, listening audience, uh, looking forward to some practical, encouraging help for the, our folk in the Bahamas. Um, also, possibly um, a better outreach to the younger segment of the Bahamian society. These are some of the things that I'm looking forward to. Excellent. May God grant it. Now, I have a question for you. Uh, Pastor Lee, you are loved along with your family and have been a blessing to this local church and to the whole country of the Bahamas uh, over these years. And I know lots of people would be very interested in, in praying for you, uh, specifically now that you're in retirement. So how could we best pray for you? Well, first of all, thank you for asking that, Pastor Robert. I appreciate that very much. I appreciate your concern in that area. Well, I would ask, first of all, to be praying for the health of my wife as well as myself. It's very important. I found that to be so since my retirement. In fact, I'm, I believe that God timed my retirements just at the right time. I think it would be impossible for me to have carried on longer than I did because of my health. So he's so good in that area. So the, my health and the health of my wife, she's not doing too well at this time. Also, I wish you would pray for the growth of Talios Theological Training Institute because I will be placing more time and effort in that ministry, which I feel is a needed one here in the Bahamas. And continue to pray that we would continue to reflect the glory of God in our lives 
as we look forward to his soon return and our being with him. I would appreciate that very much, my brother. Wonderful. I'd like to lift these up to the Lord in prayer right now. Our gracious and loving Heavenly Father, we thank you for Pastor Lee and Sister Nancy. We thank you, Lord, for your hand of blessing upon their lives. And we do pray that you would grant to them physical health and strength here as they are in their retirement years. We especially pray for Sister Nancy that you would give her a special touch of your healing according to your will for your glory. Lord, we thank you for the Teleos Bible Institute that fills a, a vital role of equipping men and women in a theological training and a biblical-based uh, understanding of life. And we pray, Lord, that you provide growth numerically through more students and also growth financially through the generous gifts of supporters uh, that know what this ministry is all about. And then, Laura, we would ask that the Lees would continue to be vessels uh, within which your glory can be reposited and, and deposited, and that they would reflect the beauties of all the promises of God's word that are yes and amen in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we pray this in the Lord's precious name together. Amen. Thank you, my brother. Please allow me the privilege now of praying for you and your family as well as you begin your new ministry here in the Bahamas. Our Heavenly Father, how good it is to be able to come into your presence at any time we desire, mm -hmm. without fear of any kind of rejection or judgment. We thank you for this. We thank you for your Son who has made it possible through his death on Calvary, his shed blood, his death that we are at this time celebrating and acknowledging. Thank you for this precious gift. Yes. Father, we thank you for bringing to our islands, and especially to Calvary Bible Church, Pastor Rob Elliott and his family. We believe that you have brought him here through your sovereign will. You have a specific purpose for him to accomplish here in ministering and maturing the people of God here at Calvary Bible Church and reaching the lost in the Bahamas as a whole. Yes. So we ask our Father that your good hand of blessing might rest upon him and his family, keep them safe, Keep them well. And we pray that our people here might embrace them and accept them and receive them as your gift to this church at this time. And as a result, as they hold hands together and they move forward in maturing the body of Christ here, we will see God glorified, the people of Christ edified, and many souls coming to know Christ as Savior. We pray for Echoes of Calvary. We thank you for this ministry throughout the years, the blessing it has been to so many. Yeah. We thank you, our Father, now that it will continue in that way as Pastor Rob ministers your word and brings in other people who have been blessed through your word and blessed through your working in their lives through your grace. Yeah. We just pray, Father, that this ministry might grow and expand and that the people of the Bahamas will know that Echoes of Calvary stands for the Word of God, preaching it in a clear, easy way to understand, and a way that is always bold, and a way that sticks to the text, preaching the Word always. May this continue. Yes. So bless him, bless his family. We thank you for them, each and every one of them. And pray, Father, that your good hand of blessing may rest upon them here. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Lee. That means a lot. Okay, now, Pastor Rob, please allow me to say my final words to our listeners, if you will. 
As always, this is Senior Pastor Emeritus Alan Lee saying, Sila, think and act on these things. Pleased to look into God's Word together with you, and I want you to turn in your Bibles to John chapter 4. John chapter 4 reflects the heart of the Lord Jesus Christ as being a heart of salvation, a heart of evangelism, and uh, he has instilled that kind of a heart in my heart. So beginning at verse 1 of John 4, When therefore the Lord knew that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus was making and baptizing more disciples than John, although Jesus himself was not baptizing, but his disciples were, he left Judea and departed again into Galilee. And he had to pass through Samaria, may interject, Samaria was a home of what the Jews considered half-breeds, religious half-breeds. They had no time of day or interest in these people at all, so that Jesus would come through that region was unique. Verse 5, so he came to a city of Samaria called Sychar, near the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph, and Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied from his journey, was sitting thus by the well. It was about the sixth hour. That was around noontime, the heat of the day. Verse 7, And there came a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. That was a polite request and a startling request because she could see that in his humanity he was a Jew and she knew well that Jews disdained Samaritans and would not even speak with them. So that he would ask her for a drink must have made her pause and think. Verse 8, for his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman therefore said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask me for a drink, since I am a Samaritan woman? Bracket, for Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. End bracket. Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God, and who it is who says to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. May I interject. Here Jesus Christ is switching the conversation from regular water to living water. He's transitioning from uh, the earthly to the heavenly. He's building a bridge to her. He's making a creative transition. Good evangelists do that. Verse 11, she said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? You are not greater than our father Jacob, are you, who gave us the well and drank of it himself, and his sons and his cattle? Verse 13, Jesus answered and said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water shall thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life, may interject. What a curious and creative and compelling metaphor or comparison Jesus is making with this woman who needs him desperately for salvation. Verse 15, the woman said to him, sir, give me this water so I will not be thirsty nor come all the way here to draw, may interject. She came all the way to that well in the heat of the day because she was ostracized, criticized, mocked by the other women who would draw water each day. Why? We'll soon find out. 
Verse 16. He said to her, Go and call your husband and come here. I interject. Jesus pinpointed the woman's sin. He didn't beat around the bush. He was direct in love, but he was direct. Her husband was the issue, her sin problem. So he said again in verse 16, he said to her, Go, call your husband and come here. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You have said well that I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one whom you have now is not your husband. This you have said truly. Jesus commended her honesty. That's a major step in coming to be converted, to be honest before God about our sins. Verse 19, the woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped in this mountain, and you people say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. You see, there was a debate about the locality of worship, and the Jews in their spiritual pride looked down upon the Samaritans and their place of worship. And this lady knew that full well. Verse 21, Jesus answered that question about the locality of worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, an hour is coming when neither in this mountain nor in Jerusalem shall you worship the Father. You worship that which you do not know. We worship that which we know, for salvation is from the Jews. But an hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For such people the Father seeks to be his worshipers. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. That must have given her a lot to think about. Verse 25. The woman said to him, I know that the Messiah is coming, bracket, he who is called Christ, end bracket. When that one comes, he will declare all things to us. Jesus said to her, now watch this. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. Wow, what her thoughts must have been. He's not only a prophet that she wondered about, he is the Messiah, the anointed one, the promised Savior of the Jews, the promised Savior of the Gentiles. Her mouth must have dropped open. Verse 27, And at this point, his disciples came and they marveled that he had been speaking with a woman. Yet no one said, What do you seek? Or why do you speak with her? So the woman left her water pot and went into the city and said to the men, Come, see a man who told me all the things that I have done. This is not the Christ, is it? Let me just say, she dropped her water pot, the special precious reason she went in the heat of the day to a well to draw water for her family's use. She saw that wasn't really what was important. She had met the Messiah, and she went into the city and reported to the men of the city, Come see a man who told me all the things that I have done. This is not the Christ, is it? She thought it was too good to be true. Verse 30, They, that is the men of the city, went out of the city and were coming to him, Jesus. In the meanwhile, the disciples were requesting him, saying, Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you do not know about. Jesus was saying, 
that it was more essential and necessary for him as God's son to be about God the Father's business. And God the Father's business is saving sinners through the finished work of Christ on the cross, as evidenced by the empty tomb. Listeners, may we prioritize this message and sharing this message. May we liberally and boldly and consistently tell people how to be saved, to trust Jesus Christ alone for salvation. And listener, if you know that you do not as yet have this wonderful salvation from your sins, I invite you to look upon Jesus and to trust him and only him to receive the gifts of forgiveness of all of your sins, past, present, and future sins, and to look unto Jesus in faith, childlike trust, for the gift also of heaven one day. Let me pray with you, if this is your need at this hour. Gracious Lord, we thank you for your heart that beats to save sinners, to give them hope, forgiveness, and heaven. I pray for any precious listener that may be here on the radio today, not sure that when they die they will go to heaven, hoping, working, perhaps being religious. Oh, Father, show them the truth of Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Make that your prayer. Trust Christ alone, and he will save you magnificently and securely and positively. If you have questions about this passage or about your spiritual state, I invite you to phone Calvary Bible Church 242-326-0800 or reach out to us by email info at calvarybible.org.bs. Thank you for listening. May the Lord bless you. See you next week. Goodbye. been listening to Echoes of Calvary, a radio ministry of Calvary Bible Church in Nassau, Bahamas. Our morning worship service begins this morning at 11 o'clock in the sanctuary located on Collins Avenue. We extend an invitation to you to join us on these occasions. If you would like to contact the church or Pastor Lee, address your letters to Echoes of Calvary, Post Office Box N1684, Nassau, Bahamas. And so we come to an end of this broadcast. I invite you to think about the message this morning. Consider the one who is our Savior and Lord. Grow to be complete in Him. And remember, as echoes from Calvary stir in your heart, keep listening for that shout, Maranatha, the Lord is coming soon.
Every moment.